Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I'm talking with Karen Sloan Brown about her books and all things cozy. Karen, would you like to introduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Uh, Sure, sure. Uh, I'm Karen Sloan Brown, as she said. Um, I uh, currently live in Nashville. I teach high school chemistry, and I've been writing about, um, about 10 years, about 10 years now. So I've got, um, I would say about a little over a book a year. So I've got about maybe 14 books. Wow, that's quite an output. I've been writing about that long and I've only got seven books out. <laughs> well, well, you know, it just, it, it, it just, it, sometimes you just get in that zone and you're just in there. I guess I, it was just like a lot of pent up writing. I, it was something I wanted to do when I was in high school. And then I thought, well, I was kind of this practical kid, like, I can't, how, how can I earn a living writing books? So I, I just thought, well, I worked at this pharmaceutical company, Smith, Klein and French at the time. And I said, well, I'm going to go there. I'll be an analytical chemist and, you know, going with my life. <laughs> um, but I think uh, later, like about 10 years ago, um, I graduated. I had did like a doctorate program so I could um, kind of move from into administration. And then I think that's when um uh, shortly after Barack Obama won the presidency, and it was just so exciting. And I just thought, oh my God, this is fantastic. I never thought I would see this. And so I started working on this Black history book that was like from 100 years from, I guess, 2000, from uh, uh, 1909 to when uh, he won, um, um, and so, um, which was 2009. And so, just to kind of see what took place. And so, I was just, because I've always been a history buff. And then people were, I had a lot of people that what we did the little book events and book shows and book signings. And they were like, a lot of people said, well, I, I don't like history. I don't like reading about, I like a story with history in it. And I said, okay, that's cool. I like that too. And so, you know, you wrote, I, so then I wrote another book that was kind of historical fiction. And so you just kind of, um, whatever the mood hits you or something relating to something else, it kind of just kicks off another book. And so you're really into it and, and that kind of keeps you going and I guess helps me with that output. But uh, I would have to uh, confess that um, this last year, ever since this COVID drama, you know, my head has just been like, I haven't, I don't, I don't think I've written a thousand words in a year. It's just been so much other things in our heads right now. So it's kind of uh, makes it a little difficult right now. <laughs> Oh, I absolutely hear you on that one. <laughs> so yeah. is any of your writing inspired by your actual life? Well, um, I would say yes. I would say yes. Um, because sometimes you'll have a character or something that you want to put out in a story. Um, like um, the first historical fiction, it was it had a lot of history in it. It was about two brothers um, growing up in Tennessee. So I kind of wrote that after my father and his brother. Um, and how they kind of grew up. And so all of them kind of have that in them. I, this particular one that we were gonna talk about today, which is Shortcut, uh, and it's about a barber. And I got that story when I was, you know, because um, the person that did my hair is uh, actually, it's just kind of patterned after that barbershop. <laughs> and the, um, because the beautician, she worked in that barbershop and, uh, and you would just hear so many stories um, uh, sitting there in a barbershop, I would, I much would have preferred for her to be in a beauty salon, but because it had so much male traffic and guys in there, but you could hear so many interesting things. And so that's when I decided I'm going to write, um, a male from a male point of view, which, uh, I hadn't really done before. 
And so um, I, I thought that was kind of interesting. So that did kind of uh, come, come from real life. Just, just certain things that'll kick off an idea or a concept or something that you want to kind of uh, write about. Yeah, I hear you on that. Um, one thing I like to do with my own writing is um, I tend to fluctuate between uh, the races of my characters. Like one time I'll write a Native American character, right. one I'll write a Black character, because both of those are part of me. I'm Black and I'm also part of the Choctaw tribe. And it just gives me a chance to look at my own ancestry in different ways and the history of both in different ways. Definitely. And I think that we can use the writing and sometimes definitely even in fiction, you can give information. I thought I learned that when I did that historical fiction uh, book, you can give a lot of information and tell stories and kind of enlighten people, as you said, into culture, um, different styles of living through through a story. And so uh, that makes it um, enjoyable and just kind of fanciful, but you learn, you know, I think you should learn something as well. Whenever yeah. So do you have any advice for those who want to write or write mysteries in specific? Um, well, um, you have to kind of love a mystery and you have to kind of, um, I mean, I, I grew up watching crazy mysteries and uh, uh, Agatha Christie, the black and white movies and stuff. Uh, just because my mother used to watch them and I got in the habit of liking those on that. It used to be something called a four o'clock movie on a Saturday. And, um, but I, I also um, got into reading, um, who is it, Valerie Wilson, uh, Wesley and um, uh, Walter Mosley. And they both do that kind of mystery kind of uh, detective type thing. And so I just, I, I, it has to interest you and you have to be a lover of that intrigue and, and, and kind of twisting a story and giving it an un, unexpected ending. What really helped me, what I thought about when, uh, when I was writing one, you kind of already want to know who did it. I think I would just start there. Don't, don't, you know, at, at least that was what it did for me. It's kind of say, who, who did this? And then you can kind of craft your story better than just, if you don't know who did it, I don't, you know, it's kind of hard to steer, to steer your reader. So you kind of, if you don't know the middle of the book, um, but you should know the ending. I, I think that worked for me. Oh, I actually agree with that to a degree. I'm, I'm what's called a pantser. I write by the seat of my pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's intriguing too, because you can get even more caught up in it as well. But uh, but then but then you're the writer. You can steer it whichever way you want. <laughs> yeah. And actually, oh, sorry. No, and actually, go ahead. I just, I just thought, oh. I, because I hadn't written that many, I'm more of a reader of those. Yeah. Right, that I, I wanted to, I made it easier for myself, I should say. Yeah, I, I absolutely understand. Actually, the third book I've, I'm currently working on was probably the first one that I didn't know who oh. the killer was going to be. And then all of a sudden the killer revealed themselves and okay. I'm rewriting it to incorporate this killer a little bit more into the story. <laughs> yeah, <now>. yeah. <laughs> thank, thank goodness we have uh, computers now. Can you imagine how they used to write? <laughs> oh, goodness. I would have a trash can so full of wads of paper. It's not even funny. <laughs> I, know. I think about that so many times when you're, when I'm like, thank God we have these computers. 
Yeah, we don't have to rip it up and throw it away. Yes, you can just hit yes. that backspace button and watch those bad oh words my gosh. just disappear. I remember that because my dad was a writer and I remember him plucking on his typewriter. Uh, he was a pastor, but he wrote poetry and he and he he and he was uh, working on a, a book before he passed. But you would hear him type type, and I look at some of his old work and you can see like, what's that? Um, white out, um, you know, to make corrections and things like that, or, or things typed over. So I'm like, oh, and I, I, I think, I thank God for the computer. <laughs> yeah. So do you have a favorite character in your story? Um, the favorite character. With your other characters. Um, well, I think usually um, your favorite character is um, probably that main character because your focus is on them so much. Um, but you also, um, Sometimes you all, just like some TV shows, you always have to make um, uh, another strong character is all that one that people always love to hate. Um, and they're always uh, kind of a strong character as well. And you can get into that and kind of be your alter ego. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely, but usually I'm, I'm so into that main character. That's usually my favorite. Oh, I hear you. I, I hear you. I love my main characters. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. So what author has most influenced your writing? Oh my goodness. Um, well, who I really, I just admired uh, Toni Morrison so much and I just admired her talent. Um, but I think um, who really influenced my writing in, in a sense of being more of a simple, of a, a, not a complex, because Toni Morrison, she's like this genius. And, 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 a, and, and her stories are sometimes very complicated. But I like um, J. California Cooper, who has like a simplified way in telling her stories. And so um, I, 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 I kind of gravitate to doing that. I'm a less complicated writer. I, I, um, uh, but I love that complicated writing. I love that deep stuff, you know, uh, um, uh, that Toni Morrison does. I love it. <laughs> it's always great to hear those authors that influence other authors because I always end up walking away with a whole list of new authors to look up <laughs> <laughs> I mean but of course John Grisham I mean who, who does not like him I mean oh, uh, absolutely and and he and and I like his straightforward writing uh as I, I love that history he's just like and, and you just follow it it's it's um not a whole bunch of you know even though I love Tony Moore it's not a lot of in your head yeah it's kind of uh you know that just straightforward writing. And I, I like that as well. Yeah. It's easy. So easy to follow. Yeah. And entertaining. <laughs> and that's why they make them into movies. <laughs> oh, if one day someone would take one of my books and turn them into a movie. Yes. That's what I say from, from our mouths to God's ears. Yeah. <laughs> Though I also kind of worry about the casting for the movie. It's like, um, I kind of want to be involved in that. <laughs> It, it, it's something. It, 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 it's true. I mean, I have a lot of suggestions because when you're kind of writing it, um, you would every a writer wants to see their 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 story on that big screen or even the little one. Yeah. Um, and uh, you want to you and and when you watch a lot of movies and different things, you always have an idea of who would kind of fit that part. Who would kind of fit that part? So <laughs> I, I, I do that as well. I always I, I'm like I'm ready to cast it. I, I know who's his. I know who I want for this part. I know who I want for that part. <laughs> so you know, if only, if only. Yes. <laughs> So outside of writing, what kind of hobbies do you have? Well, um, hobbies. I, 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 um, 
I love to travel and I don't know if that's a hobby. I just, that's just something I love to do. I'm not very crafty. I used to sew um, uh, and uh, that wasn't really a hobby either. It was like um, uh, when you couldn't find something you wanted, you would make it. But um, uh, definitely traveling is, uh, I love traveling. And I guess that's what's really had me in this, like this bind this whole year. We can't get around, we couldn't get around as freely as we wanted to. Um, so much anxiety, but uh, I love to, the beaches, as they say, the beach is my happy place. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've been missing the beach, but hopefully before this summer is out, we'll get there. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, I love traveling within Colorado, which for oh. my Snoops and Sluice, that's where we're based out of. Okay. And I love the hot springs there. Oh, it's wow. partly why I set one of my books near a little tourist town called Pagosa Springs oh, because okay. I love their hot springs. I've, I'm going to have to, I'm going to write that down, uh, uh, spell that for me. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I've been to, I've been to the hot springs in Arkansas and it was like an, an incredible experience. Um, just amazing. I, I don't know how it compares to the hot springs that you all have there, but um, uh, just being in a room with so many different people and um, you're not really talking. We're all just kind of sitting back zen, some people looking up some of our, and we're just all just sitting here like absorbing these healing minerals and whatnot. It's just amazing. Uh, and they bring you a little cold cup of water from time to time and you're just mellow in there. You just, uh, so I don't know how, how it is out there. Maybe it's much more glamorous. <laughs> oh, um. I wouldn't say glamorous, but actually they're more pool-like. Like you go- Yeah, these were like pools. They was like pools too. It would yeah. like um, like three indoor swimming pools at this particular one. I mean, it was, what amazes me is that I've grown up um, in Philadelphia and they used to have something called Jewelers Row. And that meant all up and down this block, just jewelry stores, jewelry uh -huh. stores. And then of course in Vegas, all casinos and casinos. And then in Arkansas, just bathhouses, bathhouses, <laughs> bathhouses on, on both sides of the street. So you're like, which one do I go in? And as you said, the swimming pools would be in there and you would just, you know, put on your bathing suit, shower up and then just get in that water and just, um, they had several temperatures. Each pool had a different temperature. And um, yeah, that's a just, lot like Pagosa Springs. Um, oh, okay. It had pools ranging from like 72 degrees ice cold to oh. I think the hottest is like 117 degrees. <laughs> yeah, um, this one only had three and I, uh, it didn't have the cool pools. It just started like I think at 94 and 96 and 98 at this particular one. And uh and I tell you, I did the 94. I loved it. We were, I was with a friend. I said, let's go, let's go up to the 96. And then we really had to back back down to the 94. <laughs> but we saw people in that 98 just as zen as you would want to be. And they were just mellow and just taking it all in. And I'm like, how are they doing that? Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> but that that's like one of my favorite places in Colorado. It's like near the New Mexico border. Okay. Okay. But there's also I, I've, I've kind of flown over Colorado. Yeah. I've never, never landed. But uh, <laughs> well, I you got it one day in that hot spring. <laughs> there's also one a little closer to my area that is in this hotel that was built in like 1860. Okay. And they have the hot spring pool downstairs. They also have another set of stairs leading to caves and. Okay. 
all that where you can just chill and relax there and I love going there too. All right. Well, Colorado is going to be on our list of visiting, visiting <laughs> there. All the, all the, um, uh, what is it? The um, hot springs. And as my, as my husband says, they have legalized marijuana. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes. We'll be in a, we'll be in a, a hot spring pool smoking marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one with the, that's in the 1800s hotel is also the original. There's a pizza place here called Bojo's. Okay. And the original one was set up in that town. And one of the traditions we have at that place is you put honey on the pizza crust. I'm not mad at that. I, I can get with that. I mean, if we can do chicken and waffles, I can I can do that honey on the pizza. I can do that. And it's actually really good. Yeah, I think that, I think that would be a good flavor uh, combo. I'm with it. I'm with it. Colorado, here I come. <laughs> so back to topic. Okay. <laughs> this hasn't been great. <laughs> but how can my snoops and sleuths follow you? Okay, well, I have uh, my, my author page on Facebook, uh, which is just under my name, Karen Sloan Brown. I have my website um, and it's Brown Reflections. I, I um, started up my own publishing company and I published for a couple other folks uh, uh, in uh, Nashville. And so they can definitely go on the website, which is brownreflections.com. And so they can find me there or either on uh, Facebook. And of course I do Instagram and uh, uh, not too much Twitter. My, I'm trying to get to it, but I, I, I most prefer, you know, writing a little bit longer than what they allow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hear you. I hear you. Um, Twitter is one of those ones that it's hard to get into because yeah, it it's like it you're is. surrounded by a ton of people trying to scream their own opinions yes and this is true so what you're supposed to scream louder than everybody else <laughs> I, I don't know I never have gotten into it I never have gotten into it uh, 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 I do um, I like the Instagram and I like the Facebook I like Instagram because um, it's not it doesn't go in so many different directions. It just kind of, well, at least on my Instagram, I see a lot of people that are uh, just want to share their creativity and that I like. Yeah. That I like on, on Facebook, we're sharing everything. We're sharing breakfast. Um, <laughs> we're sharing <laughs> what, what we saw downtown. We're sharing, we're just sharing. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's no focus there. Uh, I think Instagram is a little bit more focused. So that's why I like it. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be sure to include the link to your website in the show's notes. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. I've had so much fun talking with you. I can't believe we're already on the final question. Okay. Hit me. So what's one complaint your characters would have about you as an author? Oh, my goodness. Um, I would imagine the very same complaint that we all have in life. And so when you're writing, you're kind of um, uh, playing God with these characters and you're just doing all these things to them and putting them through all of these different changes. And so in real life, we, um, we, we are, that same thing is happening to us. And so uh, the same way I probably holler and say, Lord, please give me a break. <laughs> Make a way out of no way, Lord. I'm sure they're saying the same thing to me. Please cut me a break. Same thing. Oh, 
I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure my characters would probably be crying the same thing, especially yes, with this. they're like, why, why? <laughs> especially with this third book, I have my character trying to get married. Her groom-to-be's cousin has gotten murdered oh. at her ranch. <laughs> and she's yes. probably like, what the heck? She's like, Lord, why? Why, Lord? Why yes. now? <laughs> and to top it off, uh, her groom-to-be's great-grandmother is not entirely thrilled with the marriage. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So th that's what she's hollering. She Instead of that, she's saying, Leanna, please, come on. Yes. Get me out of this. As they say, fix it. Yes. <laughs> it's like, be nice to me for a little bit. Yes. Fix it, Leanne. Fix it now. I can't take anymore. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. I'm sure they do. But that's that that's just the wonderful thing about it. We can you could just have that do someone else, you know, it, it, it take your mind off of what's going on to your to your own life. So it's <laughs> So that's a it's a it's a good outlet, I'll have to say. Yeah. <laughs> Though there are times where it's like you want to look at your character and it's like, I'm sorry I did this to you because I have no idea how I'm gonna fix this. <laughs> I know. I know. And you just say, you know, it's just it's just part of the story. This is real life, you know, and it's and you think about that a lot, particularly when you have like um you know, a character that's a, just a great character, just a sweet, innocent character, and you kill them and you're like, that was just, but what could I do? This happens in real life. You know, you feel kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you watch the 48 hours and a oh. lot of the times what the victim's family says, it's like, they wouldn't hurt a soul. I don't understand yes, why this would yes, happen. Yes, yes, yes. I had another story like that. And I had even the guy who's my graphic designer, he called me and he was like, why did you let Apollo die? And I was like, <laughs> he just, oh, he just wrote it in like, a, he was like, I guess he, cause he tries not to read, but every now and then he'll read through it. And so I guess he got into it a little bit. He was like, what? I guess as he's formatting, he's like, why did you do that? <laughs> Well, I had that happen once with a, another book I have. It's a 1920s uh, kind of sci-fi mystery. Wow. What's the title of that? That sounds interesting. It has a lot, of, lot going on there. <laughs> it's called The Artifacts. Oh, and like the main character is an, an African-American archaeologist. And... Toward the end, I, I'm going to just say this since you're interested in reading it. I got a yeah, lot I of... Love the, I love that play on words in the title. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually working on book two called The Art of Murder. And oh. mur, mur is spelled like the... M that that uh, ancient scent. Yeah. Yes. Oh, look at you. But in the set, in the first book, little, I'm just going to say this in advance, I got some comments from readers saying why did you do that to your main character you broke our hearts <laughs> yeah you broke their hearts i know how that is yeah. <laughs> oh i have had so much fun chatting with you karen this has been yes, a great interview definitely the time has flown by <laughs> oh i know
Well, Sloops and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on the Cozy Sleuth. I'd like to thank my patrons, Regina, Cozy Cub, Dower Bear, and Patty Paul for helping keep the show commercial free and growing. If you'd like to be like Regina or my fellow podcasters, the Cozy Cub and Dower Bear, and have your name mentioned on the show, join me on Patreon page where you can become either a guiding clue, a small town sleuth, or a clever sidekick. That's patreon.com slash the cozy sleuth. Or for a one-time donation, you can join me on coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com slash the cozy sleuth. And as always, you can find great show merchandise on zazzle.com slash the mystic cozy. You can find me on Twitter at the cozy sleuth and on Instagram at the cozy sleuth. Until next time, this is Leanna Shields saying, keep cozy.